Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. Like a three, little... two, one. <laughs> that's the that's the East Coast delay. That's the East because Coast Abba, delay. Because Abba lives Abba lives in the future. Because Abba's recording from Halifax. I'm, yeah, I'm an hour early. I'm an hour early recording in Halifax at 7 p.m. and it's my dinner time. So, listener, <gasps> yes. I will be chewing my food. I <laughs> <laughs> you gotta just deal with it, honey. Think of, think of it as ASMR and think about it. I wonder what Abba's eating. I wonder what they're eating. Well, let me show the audience. $10,000 to anyone who can guess Abba's dinner. Yeah, actually, oh, my God. oh my God, that looks amazing. Thank you. Let me chew into the microphone. See if I guys feel like guess. I saw all, all four food groups. Oh, no. It's just, <laughs> it's just protein and it's my spicy Italian sausage and roasted peppers. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. I love a spicy Italian sausage on like a bun. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's so funny to tell us what it is and then ask us to <laughs> The audience knows that it could either be pepper or sausage. They're like, that sounds like a spicy Italian oh sausage. Oh yeah, I already told them. <laughs> you said it was your favorite. <laughs> you had a food blackout. If you guys- oh my God. Yeah. Oh my god. If you guys can guess, um, I'll give you fifty dollars. Speaking of fifty dollars. <laughs> oh my god. So let me tell you this bullshit. <gasps> tell yes. me how it's I did it. It's my fault. I'm starting it off like <laughs> I have an issue with somebody else. It's my own doing that this happened. Um last night, um I got high. And yes. if any of my employers are listening, if my family's listening, no, I didn't. No, um, you didn't. It's a joke. Yeah, exactly. This is an improv podcast. It's improv. <laughs> I just clapped. I just clapped to Abba. Oh, sorry. I, I clapped I, I, to Abba. Yes, yes. So we, now it's Abba's time to tell mm-hmm. the story. Okay. And my, I, I fell asleep and I was watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta with yes. my headphones in. And I woke <sighs> up several hours later. I fell asleep around 8 p.m. I woke up at 1 a.m. And my laptop was on the floor on its side. <gasps> I checked, nothing had shattered, nothing had broken. I thought everything was fine. And then I went to take out the headphones so I could put it away. And the headphone jack was like all the way in. Like, <gasps> like the silver part had come out of the no. headphone and was lodged into the laptop. And I just bought this laptop. So I Yes, just, you did. Yeah. And I tried to take it out with my fingers, did not work. I tried my nails, did not work. So I used my teeth, almost in, oh. almost inhaled this fucking headphone jack. <laughs> and, and for some reason, I wasn't like putting the shit in the garbage after I had taken it out. Like I was throwing it everywhere in my room. <gasps> and I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, I dreamt that. But oh there was headphone pieces all over my room. <gasps> Oh, oh my this god. This is a nothing story, but No, Abba, this is <laughs> Well, this all feeds into the paranormal activity narrative that you've been having. Yeah. 
in your in your space. In your space. Oh my god. Well, first of all, to find your laptop lying on its side yeah. for some reason is like so that's fucked up and twisted. Mm-hmm. Like that's the longest amount important. of time is when you drop your your phone or your computer and you're looking to see if it the screen is shattered. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know the worst time I ever dropped my phone? One. Okay. So I was on the train tracks mm-hmm. and I'm Aiden's Aiden. I'm already afraid. Wait, and so you're on the train tracks. You were already on the train tracks. I was, I was actually in between, I was in a space between the tracks. So actually East Enders, if you're listening, East Enders in the city of Toronto. So the, there are these tracks and I was in the part where they intersect at Dundas mm-hmm. and Logan. Okay. And it's like, go trains go by. And like, honestly, growing up in the city, like lots of kids, you go up and you, you smoke weed by the tracks. Yeah. You think it's so cool. And I, I regrettably was one of those fools. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. And I had my phone out. I was listening to music. I thought I was in in Stand By Me. Never saw the movie. <laughs> I thought I was there. Yeah. And there is... Abba laughing while taking a big bite of their meal is just... I feel so... I'm, I'm at home. I'm at home. Um, <laughs> but then... There are these, like, spaces between the tracks that are, like, I can only describe them as these gutters, like, these man-made metal gutters that are so narrow, and my phone fell in one of those, and, like, upon my upon first glance, I thought I could maybe reach down and get it, but you really couldn't, and my, get this, my friend was calling me, and I could see her, like, appearing on my screen, and I couldn't even get it, and then, like, I just... I literally, like, I just stood there looking at my phone, and I knew there was, like, no way. Like, what could I do? Especially, like, I was a teenager. Do I recruit help from my parents? No. They would be they would be upset at me. What did I tell them? Like, I lied. <gasps> and to this day, they don't know the truth. Oh. I told them that I dropped it down a sewer gutter. <gasps> I know. <gasps> and do I have to live with that lie every day? Yes. Honestly, no. Oh. Because... <laughs> Um, honestly, no, because I got away with it, and I'm that affected by the lie. <laughs> and, and people like me are is what happens when people get away with things. They, when your baby is a sociopath, yes, they don't <laughs> they don't learn their lessons, and they grow up to be a little bit twisted, like me. Can I just say that <laughs> is like the most moral? Like you have very strong morals. I feel I do. like. I do have. I like to pretend that I'm a. I like to be like to be a little spy. You like to be a little. Spy. <laughs> it always comes back to that. It really always comes back to that. I do want to be a spy, but I do have strong. I do have strong morals. One strong moral I have these days is if you're a parent listening and you have children, obviously because you're a parent. Literally, wear tell your children to wear masks and also wear one yourself. I live in like a very family friendly neighborhood because I'm living with my parents' ATM, and I'm actually shocked to see. I just I really do find it shocking, and I think where I live, it's a very like white neighborhood, and it's a kind of like affluent upper middle classy, and I'm like I think it's a secret anti masker hub, and yes, I'll say it. The East End is a secret anti-masker hub, I think, some parts of it. And Aiden, I, I know you were in the East End a little bit. A, a lot of... Um, <laughs> Confirmed. Every, I was. Most children I see don't have masks on. And I know that yeah. Corona doesn't affect them as much like as it does adults. Like, they yeah. usually recover from it without any further complications. But, like, they are spreading that shit. That's the right? thing. Like, ooh. 
And it feels very well, like. And kids are like very. Compl- I was talking to a friend who's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that kids are, like, very compliant about mm-hmm. it. Like, it's adults that are the problem. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, these parents picking up their kids and then being, like, take it off, mm-hmm. sweetie. Yeah. And the little kid is, like, I'd like to leave it on, <laughs> <laughs> They're all Valentina. <laughs> no, yeah. literally, I've nannied. I have friends who's nannied. Like, they're all, the kids all, they don't care. They don't. They literally don't care. It's just another thing. It's just, like, in, like your mittens or your heart and your they, heart or your scarf. Yeah. Don't forget your heart at home. Don't forget your heart. Oh, I meant to say hat and scarf. You. Always <laughs> truly, but it is it is shocking because it's like yes, I get it. Like if I was a parent, I'd find comfort in knowing that my child would not be affected by the virus. But still, it's like you don't want your kid to be like. Remember that episode of Law and Order with Hillary Duff? No, <laughs> what's okay. this episode? I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I'll I'll be quick. No, so no. Basically, Take it back. <laughs> I, I want to know. So I'll tell you, Hilary Duff plays, and I, I guess this was like radical at this point in her career, very against type for her. She played like a young mom, a very like party goer. She like had a baby in her teens. She's, it's not like she was a bad mom, but like she like still like maintained a social life. And like, I guess like other moms kind of like look down on her, but she wasn't like a bad mom. Anyway, her kid goes missing and she files a police report. And I know. But then it comes out that her kid died of measles suddenly, and she didn't know that it was measles, so she didn't know what to do. She panicked because she thought it was her fault and buried the kid, and then they found the kid. And then you know what it all came back to? It was this, like, Karen, who she was the mom who was always sneering down at Hillary Duff. It was her. She never got her kid any shots and gave her Hillary Duff's kid measles and it was her fault and you know what this woman had to say at the end when when Olivia Benson um confronts her she said well Hillary Duff was a bad mom anyway something like this would was bound to happen <gasps> how dare you yeah how dare you say that about Hillary Duff yeah who was playing herself <laughs> <laughs> yes that's funny. I, I never forgot. I never forgot that because I was like, oh my God, I can't believe. Is this an older episode? It's old. It's, I think Whoa. it's like, I, I, I think it was maybe like raise your voice era. Whoa. Because oh, okay, I was going to okay. say this anti-mask rhetoric feels sure, new, but I guess it's been around for a yeah. while. Like, well, like, I feel like those like new age kind of hippy dippy parents, it's so rooted in like we don't trust these establishments. Like we're going to do what's best for our child, which literally just means like screw everyone else. We're just going to do. They also made masks so political. Yeah. Like it became like, it didn't have to become a like left or right thing, but because it is now people are like, well, I'm conservative, so I'm not going to wear masks. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're going to die. It's like when it's cold outside, the weatherman might tell you, Mm -hmm. To bundle up and like that is not an infringement on your rights. It's just like people they, looking they want up you for to you, be safe. Honey. Like yeah, you know, it's so whack. You know who? Oh no! Yes, yes. Don't stop the segue train. Don't stop the segue train when while I, it's boring. When I do segways, it's like it takes over my body. Like it's <laughs> I don't plan it. Abba's eyes roll it. into their head. You float to the ceiling. Do you know who also? <laughs> <laughs> But you know who also feels safe? Mm. Not creatively, oh. but emotionally, mm-hmm. friendship-wise. Mm-hmm. A little somebody who may be on this podcast, and by <gasps> maybe I mean they are. <laughs> you, you 
want to you want to go first. Yes, I, I I love to go first. I was gonna say I love how they're not they're safe in friendships, but their comedy is not safe. Oh, because they, they take risks. chances, honey. They take risks take chances. and it works. And we laugh, you know laugh, them, laugh, 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 laugh. Laugh. You know them from the ske- from the sketch group, the big chick energy mm-hmm. sketch group. Iconique. I'm coming into a podcast form soon. Mm-hmm. I'm told. Okay. Keep your ears peeled. Keep your ears peeled for that. Mm-hmm. They're also an entrepreneur. They have their own company, a podcast yes. production company, and they have a podcast about producing podcasts and being a creative in general. I feel I feel like every creative can learn from this podcast. Uh-huh. It's called The Ultimate Creative. You can listen to it on all podcast platforms. You can find The Ultimate Creative podcast on Instagram. And I think you have to follow it because there is a lot of advice, a lot of good things to learn yeah. from uh, this account. Truly, so many people are starting podcasts these days, and guess what? It's not. It's not just fun and games, you know. No. Okay. Grow up and check now. out the ultimate creative. And you may know them from funny, funny, funny improv podcast. You gotta laugh. So check that out. We love improv. Don't podcasts. don't listen to my episode. I don't know what was going on that day. <gasps> no, Abba has an episode. I haven't. I admittedly have not listened to it yet, but I'm definitely every other episode is hilarious. My episode, like I was on, I was smoking something. I don't know. Our it guest is wild. shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was heating it up in a metal spoon and just yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I was freebasing melatonin. Oh my god! I didn't know what free what it was called freebasing when you heat it up in a spoon. It's called freebasing. I think I think freebasing is when you smoke it, but you have to heat. I don't know. Oh. I don't. Know, I'm not well versed enough to know the cooking. But, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, brought the train to a grinding <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast. Emily, Emily Milling. Milling. Yay. Welcome. Hi. I love oh, you. I'm so excited to be here with the cool kids. Uh, stop. stop it. I love I love that you think we're the cool kids. We <laughs> we're the cool kids and not like the popular sense. We're the cool kids in that like we we go to the we eat in the art room. Yeah. Lunch. We eat in the art room and we talk to the art teacher. Yes, yeah. we talked yeah, about that. But the art like teacher. I would be obsessed with that in high school. So uh, obviously I am right on track with this analogy that you are the cool kids. Uh, but I think I'm older than you, so like you can't be the older cool kids. You're the younger cool kids. <laughs> which makes me feel like really old. No. So maybe I'll stop uh, that. How how old are you? Well, you don't have to tell us, but you I'm at least 470. <laughs> okay, well, I'm 403, so you actually are older than me. Oh, We're all in our 400s here. We're all in our 400s. <laughs> We're all the young 400, yeah. though. Yeah. 400s to 300, also. That, I was literally, really? Ava, I'm not joking, just going to say that. Galaxy brain. Galaxy, galaxy brain, brain. Galaxy brain. That's galaxy brain. <laughs> and, oh my god, this is this is so beautiful because I feel like, I need to say to the listeners, this is a podcaster extraordinaire that we have on the podcast today. And if you could see the setup we're looking at, I mean, this is I I heart radio. Yes, honey. This is serious. Sure. Yes. Yeah. XM. There's no soundproofing anywhere, and there's gonna be a lot of echoey sounds because oh. I've just got hard surfaces. But no what are you gonna do no. when you have to record at home? It's it's more no. professional than my setup. Um, my bed isn't made, and all this condo does is <laughs> echo. And this this mic is lopsided, half on my laptop, half on the desk. So you're fine. You're I love how you professional out of all of us. I love how you open with my bed is not made. As yeah. if 
a messy bed really screws with the flow. It does. I, I feel like a made bed insulates the space. Bed. Truly. Well, oh my God. Did you ever have like those like people in your life that were like, well, did you know that like every CEO, like, do you know what they all have in common? They make their bed in the every morning. morning. Yeah. It's Fuck like, yeah, you. right. No, they're yeah, made. Right. Their maids their maids make their do bed it. in the morning. They're maids do <laughs> Please. It. We know. And rich. you know why? I worked at Elon Musk's mansion. Okay. I made that bed. What did you do there? You oh you made the beds. I made the bed night, and guess what? I also we also would make out in them. Me and Elon. Are you saying that Elon Musk is gay? <laughs> He's pan. Oh. He would be though. He, I would, feel be. Like. he would be. He would be. He would be. He would be. I feel like he is, but he has like investors that are like, now's not the right time. <laughs> <laughs> like when gay is oh more God. okay, then you can come out. But until then, they're like, your your wife is already freaky AF. You you're pushing it if you come out as. Gay. I know it's like if she doesn't shave her armpits, then <laughs> yes. it's kind of. It kind of counts. If, <laughs> I mean, listen. If you are a straight man listening, and your and your partner is a, is a woman with 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 hairy armpits, you might you're pan. <laughs> you're pan. Accept this it. Is, this is how you determine it. Accept yeah. it. Oh my god, that is so funny. I think like dating Grimes. Dating Grimes is the equivalent to coming out as pan. Like that's as pan as you could be. <laughs> I mean, come on. Pan people everywhere are rolling, are rolling in their striped shirts because you know they're wearing a striped shirt. I hope I hope pan, pansexual or pansexual siblings listening know that this is said with the utmost amount of love. Yeah, because I, we are we are we're gay, we're a gay queer. gay gay podcast. Yeah, aren't we? this is the sometimes podcast. I forget. I literally forget how gay it is, and then like I zoom out and I'll see what we're talking about, and I'm like, oh, I this is like queer content. Your captions alone. Have I ever told what? you <laughs> the captions alone? It's true. The captions are queer canon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have I ever told you on the podcast about how I made um, a writer's room I was working in do the Kinsey test? Ah, no. Yeah. Okay, oh, <laughs> I told you. I made everyone in the in the room do it, and everyone was like, because zero is the most straight. Everyone was a one. A couple, two people were a two, okay. and then I was a six. So I was the least open-minded in the group being violently gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Violently gay. To be violently that... gay is really funny. <laughs> We are violently gay on this. Like, do you run around just like punching? Like, like, do your arms swing like a windmill? Is that how you get the violence? They're slaps. I give little slaps. Like a slap mill. Yeah. Oh my God. I would love to see you give people little slaps, Aiden. (laughs) That's my dream. Ask and you shall receive. Oh my God. That would be a that would be a political act. Oh my God. But uh, we have we have a guest today. Who came to us with an incredible, an incredible, I think, an incredible topic for the jour. Emily, do you want to introduce it for us? Um, yeah, we're going to talk about my favorite person ever, Weird Al Yankum. Yeah! yeah. Uh, yes. Listen, this, I love this house respects so Weird Al. We respect Weird Al yeah. in this house. Oh, good. Absolutely. It's wonderful. Weird Al, it's so interesting. And I'm, I can't, I, th- I think, I feel like we're all going to share our Weird Al journeys. Mm-hmm. You know? but weird Al, I feel like growing up, I would hear as like a punchline a lot. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, honestly, if I'm being real, grew up disrespecting a Weird Al, mm-hmm. maybe even. Like, but then like the older I got and the older I become, the more I'm like, this is hilarious. Right? It literally is. Right? Right? 
so true. Well, okay, but here's the other thing about getting older and appreciating Weird mm-hmm. Al. When you go to a Weird Al show, he starts promptly at 7 p.m. and it's over at 9, and then you go to oh, bed. Oh, my God, that's so right? nice. That's beautiful. That's, oh, right? give it up for Weird Al, everybody. Oh, my I know, God. Is, I know. That is, that is gorgeous, and I, and I know, and, I, and you know what, Emily? This is where I feel like I'm being a monster, but I knew that already. And you know how I knew that? <laughs> Did you go to the Hamilton show? No, no, I didn't. So here's what happened. Um, do you guys know the Danforth Music Hall? It's like, yeah. he, I feel like he performs there a lot. Like I always would see him on the marquee, but he did a show once and then afterwards told everyone, oh, if you guys still want to hang out, go check out the Social Capital Theater across the street they have live comedy and i was on i think it was like a beer beer show but it was just like a packed audience and it was like so many like for lack of a better term randoms and so many of them were like weird al told us to come here and i remember thinking like oh that is so cool yeah like that is so so, so cool, cool yeah. to me do you think he's ever actually gone in there? Because like everyone would recognize him instantly. instantly. Yeah. Like he he's not a man that can blend no. into the that wall is his audience at all. And also, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly <laughs> get the vibe from him that he probably is like, I don't want to take away from mm, that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He seems like yeah. a very like gentle man, a yes. gentleman, if you will. He's a gentleman. <laughs> he's a gentleman. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. But Emily, yes. Oh, please. I think no. I think oh. you were gonna ask oh. at the same. This thing is I've regards- asked. You you I'm ask just, it. Emily, I just truly tell us how you embarked on your Weird Al journey. How old were you when you were first introduced? Mm. Oh, yeah. I was a tiny little wee baby kid. I don't know, maybe three, four ish. It's all a blur at that time. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, so Weird Al, I feel like, was part of the, I guess, kid friendly comedy that my parents could also endure. Maybe Jeez. until I played the food album 8,000 times in a row. Iconic. So, so I had to buy a new CD after a little while. But yeah, everything, it started with the food album. And, and every time I would reference Weird Al, everyone would be like, well, I know all of these other popular, very popular hits. I don't know anything you're talking about. What the hell is Taco Grande? And I'm like, you don't know Taco Grande? It's such a fun song. So um, so I grew up listening to the like B-sides of Weird Al, I guess. And then, right. and then Running With Scissors. And then the next one where he did... What's the one where he's got his like weird braid shooting out of his head mm. album cover no. I, I, was that the gangsters i paradise think it was because that's the one i listened to a lot yeah the amish, <gasps> amish paradise, paradise yeah. yeah yeah is that oh, the hairstyle so that like that meme man the fat jewish like plagiarized or whatever i guess so he plagiarized because it? the fat jewish also like steals jokes oh he steals he steals yes. jokes yeah. all the time yeah but oh my god weird al has gorgeous hair I mean, beautiful hair does like beautiful stunning beautiful hair, hair. Well, okay, so Abba, you know how you had this amazing haircut a couple of months oh, ago and you had the yes. bangs and the curls yes. and I everything? I look like Weird Al. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> I didn't realize that until I was watching um, his kids' show, the Weird Al yeah. show on Saturday in preparation for this podcast. And I was like, oh shit, that's Abba's haircut. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, but it looks just as luxurious, luxurious on both of your heads. I, mean, I would love to have that. Oh my- <laughs> Show up to my podcast and tell me I look like Weird Al. No, I'm kidding. Remind um, me it, to make a side by side. But I love Weird Al. Fair, <laughs> so it's a fair, compliment. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, no, I, I totally agree. I've always been obsessed with his hair because I'm like, 
when you have curly hair, it doesn't just the curls don't just lay like that. Like, what is he using to cause them to curl in that manner? Yeah. Right? Like, he oh has to God. use a lot of products. I just he that. must have a strict hair regimen, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. It, that or, like, some sort of demon <gasps> thing, covenant, oh. that he has struck <gasps> with a devil. Oh, Emily. I love <laughs> oh this. <my> God. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, Imagine Weird Al had, like, um, his own hair care line. <gasps> Ooh. He should. He missed out because hair care like is enough of like, days. like enough of athletes being like the face of head and shoulders. Like, give us Weird Al. I would truly live. I'm sure weird because people with um curly hair, and I feel like his type of curly hair aren't they prone to dandruff? So a lot of products like build up and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> okay, yeah, yeah. we're literally. This is. A business. We are literally consultants right now. We're literally We're consul- consultants right now. He needs to pay Shark us Tank, this. Dragon's Den, mm-hmm. the Eagle's Nest, mm-hmm. Mama. Yeah, the Eagle's Nest. Uh, <laughs> is that a real show? Did I make that up? I think you're thinking of Shark Tank. Yes. I, I want to share my Weird Al um, yes. journey. So sure, I don't know what it was. I think it was a thing where before the iTunes charts informed me as to what I should be listening to because that what is I that I did defer to them when I was younger Uh, yeah yeah, right like um I (laughs) I had LimeWire and they used to do like the top most downloaded or something like that some type of listicle that showed you oh my god list we don't have why did I say listicle no, Abba, when you said <laughs> listicle, I immediately was like, oh, I missed that word. That's so BuzzFeed. That's so millennial. That's but so listicles are listicles are their own thing. And if people were more open about putting out, like openly putting out listicles, I would probably read them more because sometimes I just want a listicle. You're right. Like and sometimes I literally want a list. Sorry. And, yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. <laughs> another uh, business. Another business. Another, another, yeah. But um, you guys notice that when I talk, it takes forever to get to the point. Welcome to this podcast. There are like twenty <laughs> rats in my brain that are constantly whispering at the same time, so it's hard wow. for me to get oh through. Abba, um, not twenty. <laughs> twenty, and they each have their own little spot. They never, anyways. Um, it always had lists of like songs that people were downloading the most, and Weird Al was on there when he released um, Amish Paradise, and also mm-hmm. I kept seeing the music video on MTV, and that's when I was watching MTV the most. And I immediately fell in love. I, I downloaded his discography. I think, I say I downloaded his discography, but I'm sure I only listened to the album that was out then and then the album that came out before that. But I was immediately obsessed because as a kid, it's like, you know Gangster's Paradise, you know Bad by Michael Jackson. Like these are all classic songs. And I feel like kids are just prone to stupid shit like that, like, you know, that Weird Al sings about. And so he was like really instrumental to me. If I didn't listen to Weird Al, I would not be a fan of Andy Samberg, which would <gasps> I wouldn't be a fan of The Lonely Island, which I like. Wow. I wouldn't That's have watched huge. SNL. I wouldn't have no, been but- a comedian now. But that is so oh true God. because that whole and I feel like that's the SNL era that like at least I feel like I grew up with like that kind of like it started with um oh my God the the Sunday uh, lazy Sandberg Sunday lazy Sunday La- uh, classic I feel like they and of course like and we know I feel like that's like on record that Andy Samberg's a fan of Weird Al yes mm-hmm. like you know right they okay do I didn't know that how can he not yeah. be they must they mm-hmm. must mm-hmm. okay yes 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 sorry I'm. My I have actually forty rats in my brain, but <laughs> but that is I never even thought about that mm-hmm. or drew that 
parallel between like of course like they would be inspired and we would get all these great yeah like musical parodies that we've like Shirani would not Shai exist. Shirani, 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 like the the best. That that is so cool. And also, I feel like Weird Al is kind of an interesting musical like equalizer, and in that he's like bringing all these genres together. So it's like, and that's that. So he really is like a a dare I say mm-hmm. a pioneer. Pop stars. Pop stars hated him. He walked so that the Lonely Island could run. Because when the Lonely Island asked like Rihanna and Nicki Minaj to be on their songs, everyone's like, "Yeah, oh my god, of course." But when Weird Al, Madonna has like a a decades long beef with him because I think he sample he parodied her songs. Yeah. What's what song was it? Let me look it up. Let's look this up. Like a surgeon. Mm. Oh. Oh, my oh God. but that's I so... came in singing like a virgin the mm. other day and my partner Justin was like, um, that's not how it goes. It's you got it totally wrong. That's not how Weird Al sings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Madonna song. Oh my god, your partner's hilarious. Um, <laughs> that is so okay, because I automatically the joke in that title, it's like it's so concise. It's like she's mm-hmm. had a lot of plastic surgery. That is yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like he did he go through like a bit of a resurrection period? Cause I feel like there was a moment or maybe like I just wasn't paying attention. So, so he had to do his, his last album that he put out was called mandatory fun. And it was Mm. because he had a contract with a record label that was like, you've got one more, you have to put out one more record. And he, he was like putting it off for so long. And so he ended up doing um, like a music video for every single song on the, almost every single song on the album. Um, And he dropped them like, once a day for a week and a half or something like that and it blew up and especially because this was when that stupid blurred line song <gasps> was around that stupid robin thing yeah. one which my fucking neighbor upstairs did not stop playing for two and a half Boo. years what? over and over two yeah. and a half emily years. no that's so sad ew emily yeah. send us your location now <laughs> Okay, texting. Yeah. Um, but I heard this man's like CD player skip and die, and I'm like, you were listening to Blurred Lines on a CD. Oh my god. What? But anyway, so That's yeah, dark. so it was around that time because he had that uh, word crime song, and I was like, this is like everything I hate rolled into one: grammar faults and this Blurred Lines song. But everything else, like it was so fun, and. Um, yeah, that's that's how he had his little resurgence wow. and finally decided that he wanted to do more stuff because before that he was like, I don't feel like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He also has like a million albums. Like, let so the man many. There are so many. Like, so let, many. give him some R&R. Right, like, right. Oh my God, that's wild. Well, yeah, because I feel like covering Blurred Lines, there was a moment where I remember like so many people were doing Blurred Lines parodies also. And I yeah. being like, it was enough, a big thing. Well, enough. yeah, like very anti the message of blurred mm-hmm. lines. Yes. Yeah. Just mm. it's yeah. a bad song. It's a I rape hate it song. So much. It's a song it's about so rape. Ugly. Yeah. So yeah, rapey. Very yeah. rapey. But I think uh, my favorite thing about Weird Al is that obviously pop stars, as we talk about all the time, take themselves so fucking seriously, and that's yeah. why people like Madonna don't like yes. them. But uh, aside <laughs> <laughs> aside from the fact that like. His songs are clearly very catchy, and he's had genuine, amazing success on charts. What specifically attracted you to Weird Al? Like, did you see his face? Yes. For, like, what was <gasps> it? Yes, a shocking face. And uh, you said that you mm. were young when you started listening to him. So, I know, kids love yeah. him. I'm genuinely curious what's, like... 
I just like my earliest memory of Weird Al is like seeing the CD in my parents' car and being like, can we listen to this now? And they were like, oh, well, sure, <laughs> let's, let's put it on. And then it was sort of like my brain exploded and everything, I knew all of the answers to the universe. <gasps> yes. you know? Of course, um, but, yeah, of course we know. I don't, I don't even think I knew what he looked like because that album, I don't think I had a picture of him, maybe. It was like, I remember being very colorful and like illustrated, which again, very attractive to children. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like he was on YTV a lot, <gasps> him and Tarzan Dan and all that <gasps> stuff. And um, oh so, so yeah. So then I would see some of his music videos and they're like so fun and so catchy. And I was like, I was saying, like I was watching his show, the Weird Al show, um, on Saturday and it's so fucking fun for yeah. children and I was laughing so yeah, hard yeah. <laughs> nice. again my partner's like oh enjoying yourself oh. out there watching a child <laughs> <laughs> but he's just so funny I love that he's like such a genuine human and so positive because there aren't a lot of like positive celebrity mm-hmm. status people that <gasps> yeah. you can look at and be like you've never had like a, a shitty moment publicly yeah. I'm sure he has like privately yeah. but you know he's just a positive person and doesn't shit talk. I agree. I love love that. I aspire to that, you know? Go ahead, Ben. I was just going to say, yeah, like it, we have like, especially in, I feel like in like acting or whatever, if you're like a celebrity known for that, you can kind of, it's all, it's more profitable to have like a more wholesome figure, but I feel like it's very rare in like pop music, especially for someone's like persona. And I'm not saying it's like put mm-hmm. weird. I was putting it on, but for their persona to be like very wholesome and very 7 PM to 9 PM, like that it's a testament to how he like curates an environment for people to feel like comfortable and not feel like, I feel like he's very much like welcoming the freaks and like, I mean, as a kid, I'm sure listening to like a comedy parody album, like that's not like the norm. I mean, I mean, we're all freaks here. We get it. But like most kids are going to be listening, at least in my grade six, we're listening to T-Pain. <laughs> yeah, well, remember see, him? <laughs> that's that's why he worked so well with kids and like preteens because like we were listening to T Pain, we knew what Gangster's Paradise was. Like he was sampling songs yeah. that we knew, but like, you know, you have such a juvenile sense of humor at that age, and his music, mm-hmm. his sense of humor is very juvenile. I'm fat. Why did There's he so make many, that like, song? <laughs> you know? There's so many like fart sound yeah. effects and burps and like all of that fun. My fart stuff. will go yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. My fart god. will go on. I remember that yeah. one <laughs> so vividly. See, I, automatically yeah. so we're good. laughing, like we're getting joy from the title. Yeah. Like, and that's that's something. <laughs> and I think oh. he speaks to the fact that what I've noticed about people who do musical comedy is that they're always looked down upon. Like even amongst our own yeah. community, people are like, ah. Oh, Somebody who does musical comedy won this award over me. We're like, are you Ew. serious? That person does music, musical Boo. comedy. He's kind of like looked down upon, but they seem to be the most amazing people. Weird Al is great. The Lonely Island Boys are great. Garfunkel and Oates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Garfunkel and Oates. And um, Jack Black um, in his yes, band. Tenacious yeah. D. Tenacious yeah. D, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. totally. Yeah. And these, it's also like crazy... Because they're all still, they've been performing for so long. Like Tenacious D still tours, right? I mean, not Mm -hmm. RN. Weird Al Mm -hmm. still tours. And they've been touring for like, I mean, since we were touring. And they sell out. And sell out every. That is is really cool and beautiful to me. Super cool. So shut up, everybody listening. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up and 
And let him play his squeeze <laughs> But, oh my God, I remember, well, I, I think the song that everybody would sing when I was a kid was Rice Rice Baby. Rice Rice Baby. I've ne- Wait, which one is this one? Isn't that one? Am I lying? Isn't it like, is that a food one? Or was it just something children Maybe. said? Um, <laughs> Maybe, watch real. it be like. There's, well, mm, I'm getting it mixed up with the white stuff in the middle of an Oreo. Rice Rice Baby is um, from Straight Outta Linwood, oh, okay. which is where he was oh. born. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, my God. So, like we were saying, uh, Weird Al has a huge discography. Like, he has so many albums. What's Truly. your favorite? Do you have a favorite album? Yes. I mean... I, I, I'm going to have to go with the food album only oh. because it was like just the one that started everything. And it's like the easiest one to listen to. Not that I've listened to it in a very long time, but, but I just love it. And it's a very dull answer. Cause I keep going back to the same one, but I will <laughs> say, here's what I love. Here's what I love. Okay. If I, if I hadn't gotten into weird Al, I never would have gotten into playing the accordion and getting obsessed with it. And I listened to so much. Stop. Oh my God. Oh my like, God. But, so my parents got me a record player because they're like, you're weird. This seems appropriate for you, whatever. And then I would go to all of the, the thrift stores and they would be packed with polka albums <gasps> and I would buy them. Uh, like they're all like yeah, 25 yeah, cents. Yeah. So I have shelves of polka albums. Oh my God, now. do you still, do you still listen Emily. to polka music? Okay. No, but it's all right down there. <laughs> Not that you can see it, but it's all right there. Emily, that, that <laughs> is truly fascinating. How old were you when you got into, into polka? I don't like 14, 15. See, stupid age no, to get that, into. That is very, that is, a, that is a cool age because like if you got into it when you were younger, I might've been like, oh, maybe it was like a family thing. But the fact that you were a teenager meant that you really went out there and sought, sought that genre for yourself. Yeah. So, and you, and you said is, accordion, yeah. you, that you liked yes. the accordion. Well, yeah. So I stole, I stole it from my grandma <sighs> and I had never given it back. I just, do you still, it. so you still play the accordion? I well occasionally <gasps> it's so loud and in my apartment it's like I don't want to mess with people. You don't want to disturb the blurred yeah, lines yeah. guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Emily, loophole, loophole. You learn how to play blurred lines on the accordion. <laughs> Everybody wins. Oh my god, I should. Everybody wins, <laughs> Emily. But that is that is so cool that you know how to that I don't even know where to begin. Like looking, I feel like, and I'm not shading your instrument at all, but I associate I associate accordions with. Um, subway stations because there was always a, there's always an accordion oh, player. Yeah, there is always yeah. an accordion yeah. player. Like busking, you know. I just feel like mm-hmm. I maybe it's something with the acoustics they're drawn to in those in the Saint those Saint in George those in the subway. Yeah. Speaking of this, it's a really good. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I was just gonna say something dumb. <laughs> I was too. So I was just gonna say that like there's. <laughs> Speaking of buskers, I really miss this. There was this really old black lady at Dundas West Station that would just scat. She just goes, do it even. Yes. And I'd always she goes, give she's her, at Broadview. Yeah, she's I'd, at Broadview sometimes too. I'd always give Short her five dollars. I'd always give her five. That's a lot of money. Do- she deserves. I love her. Skeety and she's dressed. She's like dressed up, like makeup. She's really doing like putting on a show. She's so so talented. Five dollars. I love her. I love her. I love her. I kept cash in my wallet just for her. I love that. Ah. Wow. So if you go to Dundas West, Broadview, maybe I'm sure she's all over. She has a couple of hot, but that I do miss her. I genuinely, I'm putting this out there. Like if anyone has any info on her, 
let us know where she is. Well, so we'd we can love find to her. have her on the podcast. You can, okay. tell, you can tell that people love her also. <laughs> the way yeah. I phrased that made it seem like she's missing. I was like, yeah. let us know where she is. <laughs> but truly, like, what if she has like an Instagram or a SoundCloud? We don't, yeah, yeah. we don't know. Or a, C- or a CD. Oh my God. Uh, what were you going to um, say, Emily? Yeah. Mm, oh, that um, I think accordions are great for busking because it's really good for like a one person band <gasps> kind of right. situation because yes. you have like the chords with the buttons on one side and then you have the piano side on the other side and you can have like a full band sound. Yes. And maybe I'm just obsessed with it, but I love it. No, that- <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that is so cool. And you said that you got into the accordion when you were around like 13, 14. I, too, mm-hmm. got into the accordion because I started listening to Arcade Fire <gasps> overwhelmingly. Ooh. And they have the accordion. They play yes. they have the, the accordion player. Um, yeah. Why is that so, such an attractive in- instrument to, like, yeah. 14? You know, I don't know. It's so, it's so heavy. Yeah. It's so big. We're tiny little yeah. humans at that point. We can't hold it up. We topple yeah. over. I think it's, I think it's hot because it's, like, automatically interesting. You're like, right? who is that person? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Like, anyone can be playing a guitar, yeah. you know, yeah, and at this yeah, point. Well, so, yeah. do you know the origin story of Weird Al and his, his uh, accordion? No. What's the origin? Tell us the tea. So, he, like, the day before his birthday, there was, like, a traveling salesman who was, like, you can have a guitar, you can have an accordion. And his dad said that he should play the accordion because um, he said that there should be one more accordion playing Yankovic because I guess there's a polka player named Frank mm. Yankovic oh who's yeah. unrelated. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So I've got picked- a lot of his albums. Yes, yeah. Emily. <laughs> So he picked he picked the accordion and his dad thought that he would revolutionize rock by being an accordion player. <gasps> and he kind of did. And he, he literally prophecy yeah. fulfilled. He truly did. He yeah. truly did in a way. His dad sounded really cute. Aww, Aww. He seems like he, he has two purple hearts from being a nurse wow. in World War II <gasps> and then was really an advocate about um like not working for like money but like doing what you love. <gasps> I'm literally crying. I know. That's beautiful. Two purple. Because Aiden, when you said two purple hearts, automatically I'm on edge. I'm thinking, was that for combat? Well, I guess if you're fighting the Nazis, work. Never mind. You kind of didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice. (laughs) But anyway, that is really. But no, the fact that he's a nurse, that is so cool. I feel like that would be the hardest drawback then. Sorry to to the front, to the people in in the trenches and stuff. But I truly think being a nurse would be really difficult. Sorry to the people in the trenches oh and stuff. <laughs> I just feel like we never get like a huge blockbuster war movie about those nurses, you know? <laughs> I guess not. Oh my god, I'm actually crying. <laughs> ben, you need to write that movie now. I need to write Starring that movie. Starring you, where you're like scalpel. Oh, you know I The story I mean. of Weird Al's dad starring Ben Sosa Wright. <laughs> He's just singing all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Hello, my lady. Hello, my dog. <laughs> Hello, my ragtime girl. I literally can't think of a more of a worse nurse than me. Like, I truly can't think of anyone. Like, my version of a horror movie would be me getting into a devastating accident and then being sent to the ICU and then having my doctor and nurse be me. That's and they're just life. dropping the scalpel. They're like, oh no, I sewed it in into his body. And you're walking around after your surgery and you're just like, ouch. 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 
It's, I play that nurse. I play the nurse who's like, I'm walking home later. I have my purse and then a scarf tied over my head. And I'm like, I'm forgetting something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably nothing. <laughs> Ben is like oh coughing up God. blood every time. <laughs> I've been in Act Three. It's just a close-up on my face, and I'm like, <gasps> my scalp. <scalpel." laughs> this is a okay. We're we're making. This I movie. come to your house. I knock on the door. I'm like, okay, don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I need that back. <laughs> yeah. I work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Just not when I tell you, you are gonna laugh and laugh. Oh, but don't don't laugh too hard. <laughs> oh my god! Stop. This That's is a so funny silly. sketch premise. I love. <gasps> oh good. my god. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I I was gonna get like way more off topic than we needed to be, but oh my god. So, Emily, to bring it back, what is if you had to say your favorite song off the Food album? Hmm. I really like the white stuff because it's so easy to remember. And, and then I think about eating Oreos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's really Are it. you a double stuff queen? It's like so simple. Uh, no, I was like always I would have the, the, the regular ones oh, with the regular the amount of icing. And, I see. Yeah. I see. Have you ever had the birthday the cake ones? No. They have like the dungaroo great. frosting oh. in the middle, basically. They're so My babysitter good. never had those, so I never tried them. <laughs> oh, Hold on. Um... <laughs> Okay, I forgot what I was gonna say, but it was something about it was something about Oreos. <gasps> oh my god! Well, I have something I to say. Oh. There's pistachio Oreos. <gasps> oh! Do, can oh. you believe pistachio? the The wow. U.S. has like this huge arsenal of <gasps> Oreo yes. flavors that we don't get. Isn't that crazy? And cereal. Mm-hmm. And cereal. Mm. It's they have so... like Popeye cereal and shit like that, like Popeye's <clears throat> chicken. Like <laughs> wait, do they really? Because no, I no, but they That's would. Disgusting. They, they, they oh would god. do that. I could see like a fried chicken and waffle cereal. Eating it with milk. <laughs> but no, you you Ew. eat it with you eat it with gravy. <laughs> okay. They eat it in the south, honey. <laughs> oh my god. But I love American snacks. I'm addicted to. But I was gonna ask because I feel like you you've seen Weird Al live in your time. In your time mm. as being a Weird Al fan, so what? Do you have any like standout Weird Al concert memories? Any like kooky experiences Ooh. there? Oh, okay. So we got to the uh, the Hamilton show late because <gasps> at, at seven p.m. on the ticket, we thought meant like eight p.m. So <gasps> oh so God. we came in and everyone was sitting like they were sitting first of all, <laughs> which was weird because we're like, this is bizarre. We don't go to sitting shows. And then they were staring straight forward, and Weird Al with his band were singing uh, "Dare to Be Stupid." Wow. And like the Devo parody and and everyone's just sitting there like stone faced like and he's like, dare to be stupid. And they're like, uh, and we're like, where are we? Is that really him? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But because we arrived so late, we got to sit like right in the middle, like right in the sweet spot mm-hmm. oh, cool. where, you know, the audio acoustics are perfect in a theater setting. Mm-hmm. So that yes. was a nice bonus. Okay, but it was so fucking weird. Yeah. So were most of the people in the audience silence. like Weird Al fans or were they like they love him okay. and like they're like nuts about him but that's like I, I don't know if you've ever been to um the Hamilton whatever amphitheater or whatever I don't, think that, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what it's called 
whatever it is. So like we went for a Weird Al show and we went for a Meatloaf show and it was the same thing, the Meatloaf show. Everyone was sitting except for one diehard guy who was right up at the front and he was standing the whole time while Meatloaf was huffing and puffing around the stage. Oh my God. <laughs> to be that guy is so like, damn, like that's all yeah, you have. Well, <laughs> Just can I tell you something? Part of like a strike against concerts for me is having to stand. Like uh, where it's yes. openly accepted that you get to sit down, I'm like, oh, totally. Like, yeah, I was fine with it. It was just I, I agree. We had no idea, yeah. and it was so surreal when everyone's just staring dead straight yeah. forward at a comedy show, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he do a lot of talking in between? Is he that kind of artist? Yeah. Oh, okay. So a lot of what he does on stage is like he does like a bajillion costume changes throughout. He stopped doing the um, the fat song because it is yeah. so rude. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's taken that out of his repertoire. Good. But um, so he'll do like a lot of different costume changes. And then in the middle of it, there's like clip shows from oh. either his old music videos or like old TV shows that he used to do or whatever it is. So he has that. But other than that, he's it's very much like like a musical theater performance where everything's super choreographed and orchestrated in a very specific timed way. But that's also how he gets us out of the place by 9 PM, which is great. I love that because it shows, I I feel like he clearly cares for his craft. Like obviously he's doing silly comedy. This is where a lot of comedians fuck up. And I've only been doing comedy for like, you know, three and a half, four years. So like, I cannot speak to, but here's the thing, (laughs) but you're so good, but you're so good at it. But you're so good at it. Time means time means nothing when it intersects with talent. That does does that make sense? Does that make sense? It does to me. You know, I speak Benlish. I speak Benlish, so it made sense to me. Thank you. Thank you. But continue, continue. But I feel like a lot of comedians are like, oh, this is fun, funny stuff, so I don't have to care about my craft. And that's what fucks you over. Like you you just don't care about your career because you you see it as like this fun thing and it's like as fun as it is it has to you have to have a respect for it because if you don't yeah. like I don't know like people you don't yeah. make a million bajillion yeah. albums like Weird Al if you don't respect your fucking career and also you respect I your agree. audience he knows that his audience are yes. like people who are like what 30 in their 30s 40s now like that's so kind to his yeah, audience yeah. to be like sit Relax, yeah. just enjoy. <laughs> no, that that's absolutely it. And I agree, especially with like stand-up comedy. It's so apparent to me when you see people who have who don't have a performance background before doing stand-up and people who who do. Because people who do have performance experience before, like, we're performing. You know what I mean? It's like it's showtime. I it's like I never I never got like the meandering kind of like shuffling on stage. Like, and it works for some comedians for some comedians that they like make it their thing. But like, just like the person who kind of like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to do my thing. Like, bye. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like what's cool about people like weird Al is like, they're like curating every part of it. Like they're doing clips or making an experience. It's not like, well, I'm going to do like my best bits and then I'm bye, folks. It's like, he's truly making an experience, which is like, I feel like those people, honey, Though that that's that that's a talent that rises to the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, he also had a really uh, obviously his dad was super cool and encouraged mm-hmm. it. You know, like when I was growing up, being a comedian was like a hobby thing. So mm-hmm. it was like you know my family encouraged me to do stuff Love. on the side, but like never mm-hmm. in a way that was like okay, go take it seriously and you can do it and stuff. Like I mean. 
my mom is very much now like go do it it's so fun but but when I was growing up it was a different story so like maybe that's why some stand-up comedians are incapable of understanding that they are talented people that it really comes across you know like they they don't care like you say like they don't care about themselves they don't care about what they're talking about they think they do and they really want to but there's like a deep belief in them that tells them like no you're yes. bad yeah and that's so yes. sad yeah you're yeah. right you, know? you are right you are right there. yeah oh my god yeah that <laughs> is really profound yeah i spend a lot of time thinking about why it took me so long to get to comedy <laughs> so but no that's a really i feel like that applies to just like anything there yeah that's very i think that's a very concise profound way to look at just like pursuing anything you're passionate mm-hmm, about for mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. yeah and you need it's like in order to have a career like Weird Al, where you're, you know, comedians embarrass themselves every day. Like it's embarrassing to be a comedian, but comedians are also now. I feel like there's an there's a, a generation of comedians who are like, oh yeah, you can be funny on stage, but you don't have to be a funny looking person. You know, like yeah. you, mm-hmm. comedy doesn't have to be your whole package. But Weird Al, as a person, his entire package is comedy. Yes. He looks funny. Yes. And but yeah. he, you have to have an intense sense of like self worth mm-hmm. and self respect and kindness and love for yourself in order to have the type of career that he had. And I, obviously, it's informed by how much his father loved him. I love That's that. So beautiful. <laughs> and his father loved him so much. Cue cats oh, in the can cradle. We all have fathers that. Love him. <laughs> 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 oh my yeah, god. Yeah, why can't we? Anyways. <laughs> but that is tr- about Weird Al coming in like a comedy package. That is the tea about him. Like he is like he he looks like a clown, you know? Yeah. Like it's he looks so silly. And then he, part- it allows mm-hmm. him to like distance himself too cuz like <gasps> yes. you look like this character, but then like in his everyday life, of course he still looks like Weird Al, but like he doesn't have, like it, I'm sure whatever he's doing on stage isn't what he's like all the time. Like he gets no. to have a character about himself, which is. And I admittedly, I don't listen. I wasn't like a huge fan of his music, but I listen. I'm a fan of Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. And Weird mm, Al's yes. been on a bunch of episodes in the past. And whenever he comes on, and I think I remember the first time I heard him on, maybe I had like an idea that he'd come on and be like at a hundred. But like he's a very chill man, like. Which makes me respect the stage persona more because I'm like, this is like, I don't know. I, f- I find that that happens with me with performers where like, if they're like chill off stage, I'm like, that makes their on stage mm-hmm. shine a little bit more. Absolutely. For me. I, there is something about meeting a comedian who is so much like a comedian, like who's just like jokes, 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 yeah. bits, 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 yeah. and they don't even know you that well. That's like, what are you hiding? You're hiding something. You're hiding, just, sh- 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 yeah, it's like what's put a finger trauma? to their lips. What's yeah. your trauma? <laughs> what's your trauma? Like, well, that's why queer know? queer comedians we we talk about our trauma so right away. Yeah. Just, so we <laughs> got that out of the way. <laughs> My father didn't love me because I like pussy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the reason. That's not the reason. But. Which is very hypocritical of your dad. <laughs> yeah. There, that, that's okay. That, there's a joke. There's a joke there. There's a joke for sure. <laughs> oh. That's a little gifty from me to you. I'm not going to use it. Broke it's gross. Oh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really funny, Aiden. Truly. You disgusting face. That's so funny. You disgusting face. <laughs> That's really, really funny. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. Okay, so we always ask people on the podcast what their 
favorite um, pop stars look is. And it's, it's, it's such a thing that makes total sense for literally any other pop star. But for Weird Al, it's basically like asking like, what's your favorite costume of his? Because, like we said, yeah. he's doing a performance. He's not himself. Yeah. Do you have a favorite look of his? He almost has, like, a uniform. Yeah. I could be wrong about this, oh, but does. in my head, he, like, yeah. is a cartoon yes. character, like, Hawaiian shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he's very well known for the Hawaiian yeah. shirt. But, like, there's, like, two phases of him. There's a phase where he's got shorter hair and bangs. He's got the abacut, and he's got a mustache. <laughs> 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 I hope that after this like, episode is released, when you Google Abac Abba Abba Amaquando Abacut, it's weird ass. <laughs> it's the pictures yeah. of weird ass. <laughs> so rude to me. No, I'm kidding. I have I have <laughs> pictures from this side, Emily, where I'm like, wait, what the fuck? That's no. what it looked like. <laughs> no, Abba, no. No, but it was, it's such a pretty haircut, were... and I love it so much. I only just realized it when I looked at a picture of him. Because we, it was uh, before it became the weird owl. It was, it was, it was a. Uh, it was a Diana Ross. You're right. Yes. You're right. And that's what I first thought right, of. Right. But, you know. You're right. No, I'm just pulling anyway. your leg. <laughs> <laughs> but Abba's hair, but yeah, Abba's so hair game got, is always um, at 110 listener if you've never seen a picture of abba and you're trying to conjure up an image in your head you better picture hair that is at 110 not 100 (laughs) (laughs) 110 (laughs) sorry emily continue i've cut you off a million times that's okay i like the 110 tangent (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's like there's there's the the mustache weird al and then there's the non-mustache weird al and like when you see him without a mustache you're like wait who's this man and then you have to get used to it and Um. then there's the version where you see the back of his head that you've never seen before and you realize he's like bald a little bit he's not young anymore i picture his hair is so thin it is but he's got like a little (gasps) (laughs) that is the germ that's a dermatological (laughs) term the German, the German, the German, the Germans. But you're absolutely right, Emily. I was watching his carpool karaoke with the Lonely Island because it's free mm. on Apple TV. You know, I'd never pay for that shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I saw his head top, and I was like, oh, he's getting old. It's oh, in my yeah. head. He's always young. He's always Weird Al yeah. Yankovic from like the early 2000s. That's wild to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or like UHF. Yeah. UHF, which is, we didn't touch on that, but that was like a scary movie T- touch for a it. child who is discovering Weird Al. Did you ever no, watch it? No, tell us about it. No, UHF. tell us about it. Oh my God. So it's got, it's like full of stop motion animation. Oh. So he's like trying to save a TV station and then he's trying to save all these people who have shows like cable access shows on the TV station. And I'm probably getting some of the details wrong, but there's all this stop motion stuff and it's so violent and horrifying and people exploding and there's something about Conan the Barbarian and anyway it's very scary and so was it like, like bloody one of things that like yeah there was like it was like like horror stuff that you can't handle when you're just a little itty bitty kid no. and so you know like you look up to this guy and you're like oh he's so cool and then all of a sudden you see UHF and you're like he is the devil what the fuck is up with this? I don't want to watch this anymore. So then you have like nightmares for a little while, mm-hmm. and then you realize he doesn't have a mustache anymore. Yeah, <laughs> different guy. He's different yeah. now. As okay, I, as people with mustaches at the moment, we can confirm that they are a satanic form of facial hair. Speaking of mustaches, you guys, I got this. So I have I I grow a little patch of hair on my left chin. What? <gasps> 
Like your left chin. On the left side of my chin, I grew a teeny <laughs> little patch of hair, and which what? I'm proud of. No, no that's not. beautiful. I hate it so much. Anyway, mine's on the right. Yeah, it's we okay. all have our little patch, but yeah, um, my little patch. I have a gray. A gray patch. Gray hair patch. Aww. I'm getting patches yeah. of hair on my back. Ew! <laughs> yeah, cutie. Yeah. I was gonna say I'll cornrow it, honey. <laughs> Galaxy mine. I think it's my galaxy, destiny. Galaxy, galaxy. <laughs> I bought the little um it's it's like this razor. It's not even a razor. It's yeah, it's like an electronic razor, but it doesn't have real blades. It it like buzzes so quickly that it gets like the really fine hairs. Anyways, oh. wait, why did I start talking about this? We were talking about mustaches. mustaches. Yes. Yes. I for some reason I got uh razor friendly, a razor happy. And I just started doing the entire bottom half of my face, even though there are patches where I, I don't grow hair on my face. And so I did it on my uh, upper lip as well. And I was like, this is so much fun. I don't even have hair here, but it feels so good. <laughs> Bitch, tell me how I'm growing hair in these spots now. Because no, once no. you shave those spots. Yeah. I was going to say. I did that last yeah. year. And I was like, oh, it's so stubbly yeah. and awful. And I'd kiss Justin. He'd be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, it's, I think it's not, it might, I'd say maybe that should be the last time you do that because I just know from experience, like when I started getting facial as a kid, I would do that and then like break out, break yeah. out, break yeah. out, like especially yeah. on my upper lip. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the one, but the one thing I do love about facial hair is that when you do get like a little bumpy, bumpy, or you get a little, it just covers up and, and nobody ever knows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh That's why I'm going to grow out my mustache and my beard. <gasps> Good I plan. Love that. Yeah. Should I grow up my back hair? Yeah. We'll cornrow it. We'll, we'll cornrow it. We'll, we'll get extensions. We'll get extensions it would, for it. It would be like one cornrow per patch of hair. Oh, my God. Wow. Sometimes I think about if I let the, like, wispies of hair that I do have grow out and then just have, like, a wispy high pony. Can we all do it, please? Wow. <laughs> would that be at the grocery store? Just, like... 18 hairs swishing back and forth in a spreadsheet. <laughs> in the produce aisle, just picking out my lemons. You go, you go from being a very attractive man to being like Steve Buscemi. Like, yeah. Can you be like on like Zooms, Aiden? Can you like play with it? <laughs> just playing, braiding the four strands. Just oh my God. I'm oh. flirting, just like stroking my couple strands. Oh my God. Bra- you know, braiding some tinsel for a party. <laughs> But I feel like if you do that, you kind of have to go all the way and pull out a few teeth. Yeah. So. I was going to say, I feel like I it's do a commitment. have to, to lose yeah. some teeth. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's really funny, Aiden. I hate you so much. Aiden, you, <laughs> Sorry. That you are so <laughs> I sometimes, every once in a while, I think about like producers on the other shows who are like not in the room and they like jump in every once in a while being like, oh, like this is an important piece of information. And I'm like, imagine I had a four hair braid. <laughs> That's why our podcast is special. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. That's a very. It's because you go above and beyond as a producer. Most producers wouldn't even think to talk about their their wispy hair ponytail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Aiden, okay. I love you, bitch. Oh. I love. I- <laughs> uh, this is very much an "I love you, bitch" moment. It really is. It really is. If we were all in the same room, dying. we'd be pushing you and smacking we you on the shoulder. <laughs> 
The gay slap. Oh my god. I'm um, we're getting to the end, and I'm curious. There are a lot of pop stars. When like yes. people bring them, I'm like, ooh, what would you want to see for your pop star's career? And it's like, I don't really believe in what I'm asking. I'm just doing it as a kindness <laughs> because I know that that pop star is never, ever, ever going to be good again. Yeah. But with Weird Al, he has, it's like he's created this career where he has such a sense of responsibility to his fans. Mm. And I feel like before he dies or and before he decides to finally wrap up his career, he's probably going to do something big. What are <gasps> your hopes for like his final project, his final concert, mm. his final whatever? <gasps> I love that. Wow. Well, it's weird because like mandatory fun was supposed to be that, I feel, you know? And so like, how is he going to top that? He's going to have to figure out a way like to maybe he has to make a film. <gasps> yes. Like that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that fake trailer that what's his name was in from Breaking Bad? And he plays yes. Weird Al and Weird Al is like an yes. alcoholic. And he's yes. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Maybe he has to make that film and stars himself or something. But like he's done so much. How can you possibly wrap up and summarize everything? The only thing I can really think of is like when David Bowie died. Mm. And that is a very grim thing. But like that was such a purposeful way to say goodbye to his fans. And it was so obvious he was like, I'm about to die. Or like, I guess Fred Willard had his little spiel that he did with his grandson about his, um, what do you call it? The thing that you leave people behind with when you die. The will. (gasps) The Fred Willard will. So... (laughs) Maybe it's got to be something like that. Like, it's something that he plans for when he is already dead. That, you know what I mean? That's fascinating. Because I feel so many people will be mourning and really upset about it that he's going to want to make them feel better about it. And that's the only logical thing I can think of. I agree. I agree. Yeah. What about a concert film a la la, Taylor Swift? A la a five foot two? A la a homecoming? You're right. Five foot two. Yeah. 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 Like, Weird Al's five foot two. <laughs> Him I, I, crying, getting acupuncture. Ow, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh my god. What about instead of like a, a pseudo documentary? What about a a fictionalized retelling of Weird Al's story? Two words: Judd Apatow. Huh? <laughs> Judd Apatow. It. He would write direct it. Write direct it with Weird Al. And Weird Al would be nominated at the Golden Globes for Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical, and he would not win. But the fact that he would be nominated would be a big deal. Uh, you know, I would I would actually <laughs> love to see Weird Al take on a serious role. A yeah. funny role, but like serious. Dramedy. Dramedy. A dramedy. A yes. dark comedy. I would love to see mm-hmm. that for him. Like, he's funny and charming, but he also has a moment where he's like, I just can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not laugh like that? <laughs> When your when your laugh sounds, sounds insane. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, we could talk about Weird Al forever. We've only I keep mm-hmm. feel like we've been saying this with the past few guests, but everyone's been bringing like heavy hitters. Um, we we need to have these are the, to talk about him some more. Yeah, yeah. This was a great. This was like truly such a great topic. Yeah, very and I think sweet. the first the first kind of of its kind on nostalgique. Yes. <gasps> we haven't done comedy album. No, Emily, just as you. Well, you should do um thing. You should do The Lonely Island. Oh, uh, Abba. You be the guest. We literally should. You love. This is. That's Emily. You're 
you're a genius. There's a reason why. That's why. That's why I have this business of podcast production. It's true. The ultimate so creative. That's something. The ultimate creative is right here. She just gave us a, a golden <laughs> goose egg of an idea. I love a lonely island episode. That's iconic. That's that's a really good idea. Every round of recordings that we we do, we should have each other on as a guest. <gasps> yeah. Like if I'm there on Aiden and you host Ben. If yeah. Aiden's on me and you are host, and then when yes. you're on Ben, me and Aiden are host. <gasps> Aw, that's really uh, cute. We should do I that. I love that. <laughs> that's such a good idea. Thanks so much, I Emily. Love that's really sweet. Yeah. That'll be a thousand dollars. On it. <laughs> no, Emily, please. <laughs> I thought you said you always had five dollars, like all for the, time. the lady, for not for you. <laughs> <laughs> For the scum and the whoop whoop lady. Don't worry. Sonar's got it. Sonar will. Sonar, sonar will. Mike's children. Bill it to Sonar. <laughs> Mike's children. Mike gets the bill. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay, Emily, where can we find you on socials? Yes. And all of that. Oh, yeah. If I'm ever there anymore, because I have been avoiding it so aggressively. Um, at Big Chick Energy Sketch uh, on Instagram, at Emily.Milling on Instagram, and at the underscore Ultimate Creative yes. on Instagram. My website is theultimatecreative.com, and then there's BigChickEnergySketch.com. And uh, I never update my personal website, but there's a very long blog there about ADHD at EmilyMilling.com. That's great. So Check out all of that stuff. <laughs> Check out all of Emily's podcasts. There are plenty. Such a well of Emily Milling content. So don't miss out. If you miss out, guess what? That's on you. Yeah. We warned you. It is. We warned you. And just know that when this corona is all over, Emily is going to be everywhere. So make sure you keep up with her and Big Chick Energy and the ultimate creative. Yes. Thank you so much for having of me course. on. I've been. Thank you for coming on. on. So, this is fun. really fun. Thank Stop you. it. This was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. You are, I can't, you are the best person in the world to talk about Weird Al, it seems. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I truly. I appreciate that because I'm not. You should have had Justin on. But <laughs> they don't know him. We don't want it. To. You tell Justin, sorry, try again next season. Bucko. 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 Okay. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Ben. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!